Alright, let's go. Ugh. It's one of those days, eh? Ugh. Let's see how this all works out. Hello! Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. You're with me, Scott. I hope you've had a fantastic week out there. How's it all going in your world, eh? I hope you've had a fucking fun time. Maybe listen to some new music and shit like that. That's what we're doing here on the podcast. The Jam Room Podcast, after all. It's got something to do with music, loosely. And yeah, we'll get to that stuff later. Guys, I'm sorry if my energy levels are a little bit fucking off today. I'm sick as a dog. I don't really know what's going on. I'm muscling myself through it, fucking doing the iodine gargles and all that sort of shit. But yeah, I had a real rough night last night and, you know, dragged my ass through work today. So anyway, it's Friday. The weekend's coming up. Let's pull some energy. It's going to be a fun one. We've got some cool music to talk about. But what's been going on in your world, hey? Has things been uh, going crazy like they have in mine? I don't know what's going on at the moment. There's some things that I think should be massive news stories, but aren't. There's some things that are massive news stories, but shouldn't be surprising at all. I don't know. Let's get into it. If you're here in Australia, you kind of know what's been going on with our government. We've been doing some crazy stuff. We've been uh, sort of umming and ahhing about this vaccine over for COVID and all that sort of bullshit. And so I want to know where you guys sit on this. So... For everybody that doesn't know what's going on in Australia is that we've upped the limit of who's eligible to get um, the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is a massive vaccine. It's been rolled out worldwide, but, um, you know, turns out we rolled it out worldwide without getting the full testing done and really understanding it. Uh, So it's got some pretty heinous side effects like blood clots and death. Um, By the way, since November last year... Australia has had zero deaths from COVID, but in the last couple of months, we've had a couple of deaths from the vaccine. So it's not really uh, working in the favor of the government trying to promote this vaccine and get it all rolled out to people. And so they've upped the limit. They said, if you're under 60, you shouldn't get this vaccine because of the blood clots and all the other risks or whatever. They say it's very rare, but you know, let's face it. If it's very, very rare, that's still recommended. But they're not recommending it anymore. But they are doing something weird, saying that, like, you know, if you've got the first shot, still go ahead and get the second. If you've already signed up to get it, still go ahead and get it. Which is kind of fucked up. I don't know where I really sit on this. Like, fucking... I'm a big believer in uh, governments being really shit at anything they're tasked to do. Right? And... um all this vaccine rollout stuff is definitely in that wheelhouse of incompetence and I'm fucking detecting a little bit, starting to get a bit suspicious that uh, it's a numbers game and it's not to do with public health. It's just something to to pat themselves on the back about. It's becoming political, right? So the the best interest of public health is not really the goal anymore. Um, otherwise, they'd fucking really be open and transparent and honest about this, these vaccines. And, uh, and, and, you know, they'd pull the whole fucking thing, by the way. If, if there was that much of a risk of side effects where people under 60 shouldn't fucking have this, they should pull the whole thing and apologize for fucking promoting it so um, heinously the way they have. 
Because they've gone nuts about this. They're upset about the vaccine rollout, but meanwhile, they're really, really shit at rolling it out. And then when they do roll it out, turns out it wasn't properly tested. And with new information, we probably shouldn't have rolled it out that much. But still keep on trusting the government and do what they say as far as vaccines go, right? That's kind of what's going on. Fucking, I don't know. I'm not rolling up my sleeve for this fucking vaccine. There might be better vaccines coming out in a year or so, and the travel's not really going to open up to then, and then that's the only fucking reason I would get the vaccine. Coronavirus does not exist in Western Australia. Right? It does not exist in my state, which is a fucking massive state. It's a lot of world to explore without needing a vaccine because the coronavirus doesn't exist. So I don't... I don't really know if, if I need to travel overseas, which I definitely want to, um, but I'm not fucking going to with these stupid-ass vaccines that they're uh, trying to jam down our, our throat without properly testing them and shit like that. And if you've got a problem with me saying they haven't properly tested them, look at what's going on. They're, they should have recalled this fucking vaccine, but they haven't. And they're saying, oh, people over 60 are fine. Because if they die with a blood clot, we could probably blame it on something else, right? Let's face it. If you're over 60, there's a million complications that could happen. And we could blame it on that and not count the number. Meanwhile, they were counting COVID deaths for people that committed suicide. Whatever. We're not going to talk about that too much. Because there's a fucking ton of, uh, of shit that's going on with the Australian government. We, we just suck here in Australia, don't we? Aren't we just like the fucking... The worst at everything? Um... Here, here in WA, yeah, we've been good. We don't have the co um, the old Rona fucking really terrorizing everybody. We haven't been locked down. We kind of avoided that. And one of the big measures to avoiding that was the, um, the COVID tracing app. This was an app that was encouraged um, by all of our governments and everybody in power. Make sure everybody's got this app. Whenever you go to a place, you check in with a QR code. And if something goes wrong... Like there's all of a sudden a COVID case at your local area or whatever, we can notify you and, and, and get you tested and you can go into self-isolation and all that sort of stuff. Really righteous reasons for, for encouraging all of the population to download this app to give the government some kind of knowledge of where you've been, right? Normally a really scary thing to do, to just openly volunteer your data to the government so they know exactly where you've been at any point in time. Turns out the thing we were promised was not what they were doing. We were promised this, this fucking, uh, you know, contact tracing app to only be used for issues involved with coronavirus tracing. That was the whole fucking point of it, right? And then it's come out this week. Nah, the police are getting warrants to get that data to arrest people or question people and do a whole bunch of shit that has nothing to do with this virus or this pandemic, right? Of course, of course. What did you fucking expect? I've never used this fucking app. I've got a million photos on my phone of me pretending to, to sign in those QR codes. I've got a bunch of photos of QR codes. Never got the fucking app because I knew something was up behind the scenes. And... It's come out that that's exactly what they've been using it for. There was apparently some loophole in the system. This is a, this is a fucking thing that they designed over the emergency periods for coronavirus, right? And they didn't really make it solid enough so that the police could, could, couldn't use it.
They shouldn't have been allowed to use that data for anything other than COVID tracing. But somehow the little smimy cunts at the WA police force found a loophole and issued warrants to get that data to question people over crimes that have nothing to do with this pandemic. Right? So that's where your data's fucking going. And you know what's the, the big slap in the face is fucking Mark McGowan, our great premier of this state, um, who won the election a few months ago in a fucking landslide. His team knew about this shit, knew that all that data was getting used for the wrong reasons before the election and never told you. Is that stealing an election? That's kind of stealing an election. Just pretending that you're fucking doing a great job. Meanwhile, you're knowing that everybody's fucking personal data is being exploited by the police force. And then you win in a landslide. And then a couple months later, you come out saying, yeah, we knew it kind of all along, whatever. You've already voted. You can't undo your vote, can you? That's bullshit. Given new information, you should be able to change your fucking vote. Right? These people in America who have fucking seen Biden be uh, the most incompetent president of all time fucking should be able to undo their vote, right? I'm not saying vote Trump back in, but Jesus Christ, he was a hell of a lot better than this retard. Anyway, it's just what it is. So Australia's dropped the ball on everything from COVID tracing, which is the prevention methods, to the um, fucking vaccine rollout, which is supposed to somehow safeguard us against the future. But they've fucked it all up. Who knows? No one's going to get vaccinated here in Australia for a long, long time. I hope. Until we've actually fucking tested this shit and seen how it's going to play out and be given our fucking freedoms back and any reason to trust the government again. Can you just give us a reason to trust the government again? Because at the moment, they're fucking chipping away, guys. It's fucking once bitten, twice shy, hey? And we've all been fucking bitten by these cunts. It's just what it is. Anyway, there's still not even the fucking biggest news that's been going on this week. Um, or not even this week, but like the last month or so has been ramping up to this. This is like, I, I mentioned to you guys maybe um, a couple of episodes ago, we, like I kind of briefly went into the, the UFO shit um, with all the new US military um, disclosures and um, Basically, an, an admission of there being something out there that they don't understand, right? I'm not saying aliens. It doesn't have to be aliens. But there is someone, something, some government, maybe some whatever, using technology that we have fucking no idea about, right? Regardless of whether it's aliens or not, this should be the top story. If it is another uh, country's technology performing all these crazy fucking acrobatics with their machines that defy our knowledge of physics, we should be interested. It doesn't have to be aliens. It could be just some dude that's figured it out in his fucking basement and is showing something that we've never seen before and don't understand. That should still be a top story, shouldn't it? Am I crazy with that? It doesn't have to be aliens to be the top story, just the fact that the US government is admitting that there's a technology out there that they don't understand. Cause that's a fucking that's a security issue. That's a that's a, a physics issue. That's an engineering issue. So everybody that's in these fields should be fucking interested. But for some reason it's not a huge story. And I don't really understand what's going on. Sometimes you have to look at the like look for the smoke. You know what I mean? So this thing comes out but doesn't have a lot of smoke around it. It's not getting the publicity it needs or whatever. 
there's probably fucking something else going on. And I know everybody's looking at this um, this UFO nonsense uh, to be just like a silly psyop or whatever. If it's obviously a psyop, that's also a top story, isn't it? The US government pretending to believe in aliens for a psyop? That's pretty fucking huge, I would think. Anyway, but that's that that's just me, and it's not even it's not even the, the only thing. Like now all of a sudden there's this guy on fucking TikTok that's apparently trapped in the year 2027. And <laughs> all right, let's get into this one, guys. Have you guys have you guys been following this? There's some dude, I fucking forget his name, somewhere in in Spain, um Valencia, I I guess, or something, some big city in Spain, I guess. Um, so this dude's story, apparently, is that he's fucking got coronavirus, gone to a hospital, he's woken up in the hospital, and there's no one around, and he's now in the year 27. Like a glitch in the matrix, right? So he's in this glitched out world where there's no humans or animals around, and he's posting these videos of him walking around this absolutely deserted city. A city that shouldn't be deserted. They don't even have huge stringent lockdowns at the moment over there. And um, so check this, this thing out, guys. If you just YouTube guy trapped in 2027 or whatever, like, let's face it. No one's really debunking, uh, no one's really debunking his videos in a, in a really clean way. But also no one's pointing out the obvious. Like, why isn't there smoke around this? This guy that's apparently, so... <laughs> I gotta, I've looked into this quite a bit, guys. I've, I've, had, a, I've had a fucking week with this nonsense. Um, this guy's only ability to contact 2021 is via TikTok, right? And that's a Chinese app. That's a Chinese government thing. And this is why it ties into the UFO sort of shit. Because um, I don't, if you've ever gone down those rabbit holes of... Um, of, you know, the alien intervention into this planet and all that sort of shit. Like, you ask any ufologist or, or, or anybody that's really into that sort of world, they kind of, they kind of um, always claim that there's something to do with our activity here on the planet that triggers these alien races to intervene. Nuclear war is one of them. Apparently, these grey aliens and a bunch of other species of aliens just really don't like us fucking around with nuclear technology. And there's plenty of accounts of weird orbs and UFOs showing up and rendering warheads, like nuclear warheads, completely inert and all that sort of shit and, and whatever. So this is what's... This is the way I'm connecting the fucking dots, right? We're in this weird period in, in, um, in history right now where the U.S. is kind of looking the weakest it's ever looked, right? We had a whole year of fucking riots with a bunch of people butthurt about Trump, who was a patriot, right? And then they've voted in the weakest leader that the U.S. has ever seen. Perfect opportunity for things like China, Russia, to sort of get a bit of a, an edge on us. A little bit of an edge. And some of that conflict might have something to do with uh, using nukes to carry it out. You never know. And so all of a sudden these aliens are showing up. 
in a more obvious way, right? So maybe it's got something to do with the threat of nuclear war. Maybe, I don't know, just spitballing here. But then we see this guy trapped in 2027 and his only method of, com- of, of, of conversation or any kind of com- communication with fucking 2021, he's stuck in 2027. He can communicate with 2021 via TikTok. No other fucking apps work. He can't email. He can't fucking get on Facebook. He can't get on Twitter. TikTok. So what he's really trying to tell us is that China wins, right? In 2027. I don't know. But also, what are the fucking odds that it's only TikTok that works in 2027? The thing that's really bumping right now in 2021, the thing that everybody's getting famous on from doing shithouse dances and getting kids to try and copy them, that's the only method of communication. That's got a little bit of a, a pass as far as the barrier between our world and his whatever fucked up dimension that he's living in or whatever. I don't know. These, these videos are bullshit because, like I said, you just got to look for the smoke behind it. This guy's apparently trapped in 2027. Doesn't seem to be panicking. He walks around places filming empty streets, no animals around. It's, yes... It's cool. It's like, it's kind of that suspension of disbelief that you, you, you'll take into like a horror movie with you where you want to believe just because that kind of feels better. But then also he's just fucking also apparently got different hands because I've seen some of the videos and it's obviously a different person opening doors and shit like that. The hands are completely different. So check this shit out for yourself, guys. Like I said, just go onto YouTube. Dude trapped in 2027. Follow that rabbit hole, see what you come up with, see if you believe him or not. But you really think that that's the biggest fucking goal in your life? If you're trapped in another whatever parallel universe, some other weird time slip, something glitch in the matrix where humans and animals haven't been loaded into the simulation yet or whatever it is, you're f- the only way to deal with it is to like prove yourself to tiktok fucking users you know what i mean why isn't there any videos of this guy just filming himself fucking just breaking into the most expensive place and just going what the fuck no one's here why isn't he freaking the fuck out and he, he never shows his face or whatever this is an obvious fucking scam of some kind but it's weird it's weird that these things that like can't be debunked straight off the bat obviously they can with a little bit of thought and stuff like that but they have no smoke around them like for some reason it's not the biggest focus of the entire scientific community to figure out what the fuck's going on if this is for real it changes all of physics and everything we know about the world if the ufo shit is real even if it's another nation doing it or whatever it still changes the, our whole concept of physics and how the universe rock and rolls, right? I don't know. This is fucking bizarre to me, guys. But I'd love to know what you think about it. I mean, this guy in fucking 2027, like, he's not doing anything fucking useful. He's not telling us what the price of Bitcoin is so we can go and buy or not buy, right? There's way more useful things he can be doing with his fucking time there in 2027, you know? Hook a brother up. Give us some stock tips. Jesus Christ. Any stupid ass excuse for how it's connected to 2021 where you're like, I don't know, if you follow the rabbit hole, you know what I'm talking about. But apparently 
him trapped in 2027, he's like hidden some things around the city. And then people in 2021 find them and they fucking lose their mind. Dude, I've seen Penn and Teller do cooler shit than that. This is not mind-blowing to me. And like I said, it just seems suspicious. I'm a little bit suspicious of it. And I could be wrong. I'd be happy to be wrong because let's face it, we all need to learn a little something new about this universe right now because the old fucking mundane system that we have uh, going on just leads us to fucking viruses being created by uh, bats to take vengeance on humanity or whatever. Something like that. Anyway, all that shit aside, guys, I know it's been a weird week. I'm fucking feeling terrible. I'm really sorry about this. Um, but let's get into some music because I did check out some new albums this week and uh, they're worth talking about. So I'll get down to just two of them. Uh, the first one is a band that we've talked about before because they um, this is their second new release of 2021. Um, it's uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Fellow Australians um, doing another album. Uh, their second one for this year, like I said, and it's completely different to any other album they've ever had before. So if you're a King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard fan, check out this album. It's called Butterfly 3000, and I didn't know what the fuck to make of this album. It's, it's out there, guys. It's experimental. It's kind of got some indie, indie rock vibes to it. It's got, you know what, like uh, uh, bunches of it. Uh, like little chunks peppered throughout the album really reminded me of um of like uh radiohead style experimentations and sound something like that um but then there's like great syncopated vocals but they're all done in like a riffy way so it's not like there's a a a, a nice song that's the setting for a vocalist just to sort of tell their story over the top like all the the vocals seem to be sitting as more of like a musical part than an actual soaring vocals that's trying to grab your attention out of the music, if you know what I mean. But anyway, there's very like whimsical sounds that they use. Like a lot of like, kind of reminded me of old Carnival, like not Carnival the band, but like old sideshow sort of sounds and like uh, old casino-y sort of sounds. I don't know, just electronic-y sort of sounds, but used in a way that, I don't know, kind of sounded like, like me when I, if I was fucking around with, with, with logic, like what I've been getting into, just like kind of not knowing where a song's going to go and all right, now you're ended up in this little place that's pretty cool. It's out there, guys. It's a very strange album is I guess what I'm trying to say. And uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because of its whimsy. I don't know where it will sit in my life as something that I want to listen to over and over again. Not 100% sure, but it's definitely worth checking out, guys. Um, the album's called uh, Butterfly 3000, and it is a, like, I gotta fucking give huge props to this band for just having the fucking balls that they have to just completely change their style for this other album, just experiment, because we, like, this is, a, this is a band to keep your fucking eye on, because 10 years from now, who the fuck knows what they're going to be coming out with, right? They've at least set this precedent of experimental. We're going to fucking... Go places you never thought we were going to go. If you expected something from us, you're going to be disappointed. But you're going to fucking get what you get. And that's awesome with this album. Um, really bizarre. Really out there. And um, yeah, really recommend it. Not, not so much for like a certain time in your life. I don't say this is a rockin' album if you want to fucking get your 
get your head bang on, listen to this. I, I don't know where this is going to sit in your life. But at some point, maybe just driving alone in a car somewhere, put this album on. You never know. You might have to turn it down at traffic lights because you get weird looks from people if you cranked it a bit too loud because they'll be like, what the fuck is this jerk listening to? But find your own mind space to enjoy this album and you certainly will be taken on a journey, that's for sure. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Butterfly 3000. It's what it is, guys. It's a great fucking weird-ass album and... Who knows what else is coming out from these guys in the future? Stay tuned, because I will talk about it. These guys have won my respect, that's for sure. Another album I checked out. Um, completely different style. This one's a little bit more uh, predictable, like tonally predictable. Uh, meaning like when you hear the first song, you kind of know what you're into. Um, uh, this is by a guy named Lewis Baker. Um, and the album's called Love Levitates. And uh, the album actually came out today. So if you're hearing me talk about it, not many people would have heard this album. So go uh, fucking go listen to it because you'll be right there at the launch of it. Uh, Love Levitates by Lewis Baker. And I was listening to this album and I was enjoying it. It's very subtle energy. It's more of a soul album, right? Um, and as I'm listening to this album, like I'm starting to hear things in his vocals. Like he's got a great voice. He's like one of these great soul singers. Um, and it reminded me a lot of uh, one of my favorite bands, uh, Fat Freddy's Drop. And if you haven't listened to Fat Freddy's Drop, you definitely should check out any album by them. They're kind of like a dubstep reggae um, soul kind of group. I don't really know how to categorize Fat Freddy's Drop. They've got a horn section, lots of wicked grooves, lots of great hooks, fucking just amazing stuff going on with Fat Freddy's Drop. But this singer really reminded me of the singer from Fat Freddy's. This guy, Lewis Baker, looked into him. Lo and behold, he's from a very similar part of the world. It's another New Zealand outfit um, from Wellington. And um, Jesus Christ, he nails his vocals. It's a beautiful album. If you are into those sort of like soul vibes, just cool grooves, wicked bass lines, um, everything sitting in its pocket and doing the right job that it needs to do, this is fucking awesome, right? The album's called Love Levitates. I don't know else what to tell you guys. Is This is something that you'll put on maybe with some red wine hanging out somewhere and it's, you, you don't crank it. You put it on a little bit subtly in the background and everybody that you're sharing your company with will enjoy it. And you can talk over the top of it. You're not going to miss anything. It, it, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a great little fucking album. Great singing. Great production great bass playing, great drums in some spots as well. Really impressed with um, the drumming that was going on, but yeah. Check it out. That is Lewis Baker, Love Levitates. Fantastic album. So that were good. I might check out some more over the weekend because I will be talking to you guys on Monday. So I've got a, a, a bit of a backlog of stuff from this week and maybe last week that I want to check out. We'll talk about that later. But um, as always, I've got a bit of uh, music for you today. Although, it's probably the worst music I'm going to ever show you guys. Hopefully. Actually, I shouldn't say that because I'm going to give you guys some real garbage in the future. That's for fucking sure. I just know it. It's just in my soul. It's just what it is. But, so, as you know, I've been trying to get my head around this new Logic project. And I kind of limited myself to, like, trying to do some cover songs. I've shown you a few of them. We did that Bullet Train to Iowa thing. I'm still chipping away at that. I'll do a bit of work on that. Maybe show you some progress um, in a few weeks. Same with that No Worries song. 
I'll show you some progress once I do it. I've been kind of sick this week, so I haven't done too much. But what I tried to do was um, recreate uh, some of the vibes from one of those jams that I showed you. Now, this is something I showed you like with the intent of me trying to make this into a song. So it's a weird riff. It's not a weird riff. It's a very simple riff, like a texture, but it's in 5-4. There's some chords over the top of it. If you want to, you know, maybe two or three weeks ago, I put this one up on the podcast. But So whatever the last jam it was that I showed you, it's something that's coming out of that. And I fell into the fucking trap I knew I would. So the thing I'm about to show you is garbage. I literally just dropped the little guitar parts and the, the chords that went over the top, a couple of loops, and then started fucking around with drums and then descended into electronic drum mayhem where I'm just trying to program these fucking weird ass electronic drums using synths and then it just becomes fucking bullshit so what i'm trying to show you is a song that i'm trying to avoid doing i need to come in with a a clearer a clearer set of goals or a clearer vision for the fucking project when i start it because if i just like use one thing to start and then start bouncing off it i end up in these weird worlds that i never wanted to be in and so fucking just to make this thing sound like anything. I had a couple of buddies around here at the bar yesterday. And so I just recorded their voices saying um, fucking anything. One of them was talking about the dog. Someone was talking about jobs or whatever. So recorded their voices, did a little bit of auto tuning and just sort of chucked it in. And that's kind of all it was because it, the project was kind of over by then. I'd experimented to the point where it's not coherent anyway. So here's the, su the song coming up next. And... It's exactly what I want to avoid, which is starting off with something that could go a certain place that I have in mind, but because I get lost in the fucking infinite possibilities of this recording software, I end up somewhere I never really wanted to be, and it's hard to get back from, so I might have to completely start again on this project, so this will be the only time you hear this bullshit, but this is what it is. You'll hear the song start with a simple rock riff, but it'll descend into some fucking weird, dancey, electronic bullshit. And that was actually kind of fun, trying to get dance tracks working in 5-4, because you don't hear that much. It's always four on the floor, but it is what it is. Remember, if you've got music you want to show on this podcast, look at the description below the podcast. Email me, get me on Twitter or fucking Instagram or anything like that. I will respond. I always do. Have yourselves a fantastic weekend, guys. This is the Jam Room Podcast. Listen to music, play some music, have some fun. I'm about to show you some god-awful shit in 5-4.